0: Last time we saw Angel, she was in a bit of a predicament. She caught the attention of someone that she didn't want to catch the attention of. And while her companion in the car was able to get away, she wasn't. So you decided to do something risky, because big risks can get big rewards. And you tried to see if you could basically banish the stranger from Bart. Yeah. Oh, it would have been so awesome if it would have worked. That would have been really cool if it would have worked. But it didn't. Yeah. And the last thing you remember is he grabbed your hand and said, That was a bad move. And you dropped unconscious. Yep. And for a bit, things are a little fuzzy after that. You get flashes of you're in a car, there's some kind of conversation going on, you don't know if maybe someone came and found you or you you aren't sure and just bits and pieces until you just jolt awake and you are in a chair wrists tied behind your back ankles tied to the legs of the chair And as you look up, you see this stranger standing before you, and it looks like he's just taking a picture. It's like, oh good, you're awake. Make sure you at least get me good sight. Oh, I'm sure it's enough to where your friends will be able to recognize you. You made a very, very poor decision today. I'm sorry, could you clarify, what friends do you mean? Those other people that have been sniffing
1: around in my business are getting to be rather annoying. Don't know that I'd call them friends. I mean, we're working towards the same goal, sure, but Yes, and the thought of you in Danger should at least get some
0: of them to get off of my ass for a little while. I know at least a few might actually care about you. But I wouldn't count on a rescue anytime soon. I think your bosses are probably going to be a little upset with you.
1: I have a question, though. I'm failing to follow your logic. How is it gonna get them off your ass by you kidnapping me? Cause at least one of them knew that you were on my tail right before I disappeared. Well, yes, but she's gone now. She's left back to wherever
0: it is her kind come from and it looks like they've shut the door. You're all alone. you're alone, and also, you're no longer my concern.
1: You really should have accepted my offer. Which offer was that again? The one where I cast off the old shackles just to be put in yours. Or you leave me alone
0: to do what I'm here to do, and I help free you from that little deal that you had, which you're welcome, by the way, for doing that anyway. What? I think this may be when you realize that something doesn't feel right and it's not just the bad vibes you're getting from him. I've picked up a few tricks in my travels, including how to break things that probably shouldn't be broken. So I wouldn't count on anyone you work with coming to be your
1: rescue either. I think they're rather upset with you. I wouldn't count on them before that. Hmm. Disappointing for you.
0: Not really. But if you'll excuse me. I have work to do. And you're boring me. And he starts to leave. Do you do
1: anything, say anything before he leaves? Nope. She's just waiting for him to leave so that I can get out of this bar- this place. He leaves, shuts the door behind him, and it locks with a series of clicks. Oh, that's going to be a right bitch to open. Yeah, and... You're alone in a room. Tied to a chair. Yep. What do you do? So she's gonna get a good look at the room, what's in it, what's around her, what she can use. I guess, investigating a place of power? Sure. Yeah, so you'll be rolling with power. Oh yeah, how are we gonna do the moves that I had from... You're essentially the veteran playbook, for now. Yeah, but I had a sworn move that let me roll with mind instead of the relevant circle.
0: <laughs> is that related to an ability you had at being a sworn? Yeah. Your oath has essentially been fractured, so you're cut off from those abilities. At least for now.
1: But power is your circle. Right, but I'm assuming my actual status or anything won't change.
0: All of your statuses and knowledge of things haven't changed? It's just basically, mechanically, your abilities.
1: (sighs) Alright. I'll have to figure out my veteran moves later. (laughs) If you survive the session. (laughs) Uh,
0: That's a ten. Alright, okay something that is not what it seems and you get a insight into the circle's politics and what's going on. So as you look around you seem to be in what looks like an interior room and it's not like some facility you're in. You look around and you're in someone's house. Interior room, so there are no windows, but when you look at the door, it looks sturdy. But you've dealt with a lot of magic before, so you're able to see that it's probably not as sturdy as it looks. And the hinges are on the inside, so um, you can just undo the screws. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you need to. And then for the struggles, politics, and schemes. Guess you're looking at sort of the politics and schemes of the stranger and his group. It looks like he's just trying to get you out of the way. Uh huh which means I'm actually a threat. Yeah, or he just trying to be really annoying and wants you to wants to not deal with you. Either either way, he's trying to play it off like he's annoyed with you. But as you're glancing around you catch an eye of something like an emblem or, like, a family seal or crest on just something that's on one of the walls. And you know whose house you're in. And it is Jonathan Statton. He is the leader of the Old Men. Hmm. He is the Red. And it seems he is letting the stranger stash people in his house. How happy he is about that arrangement is a different question entirely. And also, as you're glancing around looking for a way to get out, you feel this odd sensation of like something is tugging at the ropes on your wrist. Can I help you? You just hear a little meow. And it's Shadow. She's trying. Oh, to Shadow! Tie. <laughs> your little ghost kitty is trying hard. She's. It's impressive how much we'll, a cat can assert on being physic- able to physically interact with things. Cause it, she's starting to loosen the knots a bit, so you will have a plus one whenever you, when you try and escape.
1: Normally, it just manifest to knock shit off the table.
0: So, meow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's no fun knocking shit off the table if you're tied to a chair and you can't do anything about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, how to get out of here? I mean, it's one of two things either try to slip the bonds, or I don't know how well she. How, uh. She's probably not trained enough that she could willingly dislocate both shoulders. That would be painful. How? Yeah.
0: Just a little bit. I'm like, I don't know if you've had much experience escaping from being tied up in chairs, but I believe the role would be escape a bad situation. Huh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. There is a role for that, so for that you will be rolling with... Blood.
0: Yes. Which I think this is actually where things
1: (laughs) went wrong the last time. Oh, Yeah. Fine, it's fine, it's fine, and I made the decision too. <laughs> yeah,
0: you are in a unique position where you can wreck some shit.
1: Potentially, I rolled a five. It's it was a four on the dice. I have a plus one blood.
0: Well, it would be a six with oh, wait, shadow. Six helping, ongoing, but... yeah,
1: but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm. You're fighting and you were trying to get out of these ties, but whoever did this knew what they were doing and you just kind of struggle, and you start getting a little frustrated and thrashing a little bit and that chair just tips right on over. Shite. And then you're hey, what's going on in there? You hear the door starting to unlock. Someone's going to investigate. Mind your business! And this, you see this man stepping into the room. Not familiar. Doesn't look like he's from around here. Very tough looking. Not a person you would ever want to be alone with. Literally getting more, much less an
1: enclosed room. He's like, are you trying to get away? No, I thought it'd be more comfortable on the floor. Uh, I can think of a
0: couple more ways to make this more comfortable for you if you don't shut up and stay still. Or what? You don't want to know when you see plants of teeth that are sharper than the teeth should be. Are you going to try anything? That was me asking, not the character.
1: It would be the perfect time to try something because the door is open. However, I entirely failed to get out of my bomb. Well, you could maybe see if
0: there's a way to like, do cool badassery and like, flip up and beat him to death with a chair.
1: That would be really cool. Turn to violence. Yeah. It's also rolling with blood. Yep. I'm hoping the chair maybe slightly broke, maybe the back broke a little bit when it fell. Yeah, I'll say it did crack a little bit, and there's like a piece of wood
0: poking into your back. It's real uncomfortable. Nine. Okay. On a hit, you inflict harm is established, and your opposition chooses one. What is your goal as you are.
1: What do you picture Angel doing in this situation? So. When she saw sharp teeth, was that like just canines? Yeah, canines. So, like vampire. I was thinking wolf, well, but vampire also works. The big, burly vampire. Because what I was thinking is, if the back of the chair is slightly broken, if I, if she could somehow get a hold of that, and then go after him and just try and stake him to get him out of her way. So I'll say
0: that you are able to do that. It cracked the chair in just the right way. And as he's stepping towards you being menacing, you're able to break it the rest of the way. It also kind of snaps your bods. That's doesn't quite snap your wrists, but it feels like it probably should have. And your hands are tingling a little bit now. But you are able to grab a piece of wood and you stake him and he just cries out. Really loud, so. And then I'm gonna get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> they know you're out, you are in a bad spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: Also, you didn't quite get him in the heart, yeah. but that
1: did hurt. <laughs> I mean, that would hurt anybody, to be fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, even immortal beings having pieces of a chair just forcibly embedded near your, your sternum.
1: It's not a comfortable sensation for anybody. Hmm. So, Angel attempts to reach for the staff. Just roll me 2d6. Eight.
0: So as you close your hand, you can feel it like it flickers a couple seconds, but it doesn't come all the way through. It's like your connection to things you got from your oath and other abilities that you've come so used to is broken. Like something has been misaligned.
1: I haven't broken my vow, shitehead! I haven't betrayed my bonds. You didn't, but you were somehow able to
0: fracture it. And at the moment you have no idea how to get that back in
1: place, but now you know what you're, you Yeah. Now you have a better picture of what you have. Now I gotta get out of here alive. I'm assuming they took my weapons. Yeah. There might be weapons on the vampire, or weapons you can
0: find along the way. I don't recommend searching him right now. He's very upset with you. Yeah. She's
1: getting more focused on getting away right now.
0: Okay, so... I'm not trying to give you throws that you're not
1: good at, that escape the situation. I know. Blood is... I mean, blood is my second best stat. You just... Oh. I'm just rolling really shit. <laughs> you are welcome to switch dice if you need to. I think I am, because these are new. They don't like me yet. I literally got them today.
0: You gotta give them some time before you use them in really important scenarios. Okay, come on now. Consequences are fun. You fuckers. It's a six. Total. (gasps) (laughs) You just can't escape. You start scrambling down the hallway in a... And you get around a corner and you're like, okay, it's good, I can get out, I can get out. And this hand just grabs you and smacks you up against the wall. And you're going to take one point of arm this time because you just got slammed into the wall by a werewolf. Mm. Where do you think you're going? Is there a little pet trying to escape already? Oh, well, we can't have that. You just best be lucky that we that we can't kill you yet.
1: No, no. Well, isn't that good to know? And then she's going to try and knee him in the balls. And roll the do with violence. Thank God. Nine. I'm apparently really good at violence and not so great at getting away. <laughs> so,
0: this works. You get him good and you hear that voice go up an octave and it's very entertaining until he drops you. But flexibly, the claws came out and you got scratches on your arms as he dropped you, so that's another harm. Or, I think scar is also a good thing. Take a scar. I don't remember how that works. I've just heard
1: it used. Oh, there are scars, yeah. It's been so long since I've actually taken harm in a Powered by the Apocalypse game. (laughs) Yeah. When you suffer harm, you may always ignore that harm by marking a scar. And it would make sense for you to get a scar from this, because... Claws
0: raking down your arm.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, that'd be a badass scar. How much harm would she be taking from the scars? I feel like it's closer to two, because those were claws just digging in and raking down your arm. You're not going to lose your arms, but
1: that... hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I'm going to take the harm. Okay. Let's see, how do I want to describe that? Clawed to shit? Basically. I'm just going to put werewolf claws. Yeah,
0: just, you're having a particularly bad night. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: It's fine.
0: (laughs) Your arms hurt like hell now.
1: Yeah. I need to get
0: the fuck out. You are now on your feet with the werewolf sinking to the ground in front of you. Get the fuck away, get the fuck away. And I'm gonna say as you're looking around trying to figure out where to go, you see this figure. Looks almost like a almost like a ghostly figure, but not exactly like a ghost. It's someone wearing a lab coat. And she gestures for you to follow her before disappearing down a hallway. Right after her. All right, roll to escape situation,
1: and (laughs) you get a plus one. Don't screw me over. Want to guess what my total is with the plus one? Six. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness! Six, Six and is... nine all night <laughs> in that order. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I just
0: need to give you two things before the next escape bad situation roll. <laughs> Got it. I'm just like, how how do I be nice and make this interesting so it's not just an Angel getting fucked up like?
1: <laughs> Maybe I should have just stayed in the chair. Or, you know, waited a little bit
0: longer. <laughs> yep. So you turn to follow. There are shouts behind you, and here there are shouts in front of you. It's like, hey, what are you doing here? Wait, there's a ghost in here. Where did she go? And, you know, you can't go that way either, but I'm going to be nice and say, there are a couple of doors that you could possibly enter and find a place to hide.
1: Yeah, whatever one's nearest pray to god it opens. You just duck into
0: (laughs) (laughs) the second door you try that is unlocked. and So as you look around you see it looks like maybe some kind of office slash storage space. It looks like it hasn't really been used for a while. But there are a couple of places you could possibly hide to attempt to escape detection. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a
0: desk with a space underneath it, a bunch of boxes you could crouch behind, and I'm gonna see there's like a tall cabinet-slash-wardrobe that might be empty. And where do you choose to hide? In the wardrobe. Alright, so... You hide yourself in the wardrobe and wait... I'm assuming we just waiting until hopefully people pass by or just to see what happens. Yeah. Would you say this is mislead, distract, or trick making them think you just disappeared somewhere, or maybe you're able to keep your cool to just stay calm and not make any noise. So it's mind
1: or spirit? Give me the mind, please. My spirit's a minus one. <laughs> The way I've been rolling tonight.
0: Okay, so maybe in the process you, like, there's a window in this room, maybe you could, like, have opened the window to make it look like you climbed out the window and then went to hide for a
1: little bit. Smear a little bit of blood on the window sill even, because, uh, I'm bleeding. And then be very careful not to get any blood on the handle of the wardrobe.
0: Gotcha. All right, then roll to mislead, distract,
1: or trick. Oh,
0: thank god. Eleven. Okay, on a ten plus, pick three. Create an opportunity, expose a weakness, confuse them for some time, or avoid further entanglement.
1: We're avoiding further entanglement. Confusing them for a time. Now I need to create an opportunity. I'm too wounded to make use of a weakness or flaw without... Dying. <laughs> True. So maybe come
0: out and create an opportunity. And being in a closet, <laughs> there's cloth that is hopefully that is decently clean around that you could use. That'd
1: be great. At least stop bleeding everywhere.
0: As you step into the wardrobe, you could hear voices approaching from the hallway. It's like. Search the area. We can't let him know that she's escaped. I think we're falling off, falling back on the end of our deal. We're not going to lose this deal. We will take this city. Sniffer out. You check here, and then you check down this way. And find out what that thing is that we saw. And you have to wait for quite a while as they search the rooms. You're gonna have to wait a bit and for... Until it gets quiet, but I hear one of them coming into the room sniffing. And what's going through Angel's mind as she's hiding in this wardrobe
1: beyond the fact that this was a really bad idea? Well, mostly some sort of almost meditative mantra is just going through her head to keep her you know, keep her breathing, level quiet, not panic and ignoring the pain in her arms Mm-hmm. and honestly it's all focused on don't make a sound you hear the footsteps slowly coming closer and just lots
0: of sniffing snuffling like he's trying to find something and he Comes up to the wardrobe, and for a moment, you're just convinced that you're about to be found out. Clenches her fists at ready. Hey, someone over here, look! Damn it, the prisoner got out the window. Search the grounds now! And you hear them starting to move away. What about that thing we saw? Don't worry about that. Get, we need to find the
1: prisoner. She's going to wait just a hair longer than she thinks she needs to in order to not be seen. And then she's going to try and follow where Lily went.
0: Also, taking time to bandage your arms is least enough to where they'll stop bleeding all over
1: the place. Yeah, that way I'm not leaving a blood trail everywhere I go. Because my- Oh, he ruined my leather jacket! Asshole!
0: I'll be nice and say that they took your leather jacket before tying you up. So you're st- it's with your stuff somewhere. Alright. <laughs> I can't do that to a nice leather jacket. We're eight. Okay, so yeah. Following Lily, the ghost. I love how that, that was
1: not a surprise to you. Because <laughs> you've never seen her before. No, but she did know that Lily was who... Cass talked to and knew that she in this reality worked at the hospital so two and two together ghost and scrubs follow or ghost and lab coat follow it makes sense yeah also
0: um you're not thinking too hard you're just like "Eh, that seems trustworthy
1: (laughs) it's it's instinct Angel has seen ghosts her whole life this isn't like surprising to her (laughs)
0: So you carefully make your way out, sneaking, keeping close to the shadows, or... Actually, I'll let you describe how do you go about trying to
1: find Lily. Or this ghostly apparition. Kind of in like almost a half-crouch, trying to move as silently as possible, but also long strides, toe heels, so she can move as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh, also, they took your shoes so you can't get far, so you're barefoot. That's what they think.
0: I, it's just, they're- they're going through the basic you've kidnapped someone and don't want them to escape check, but a checklist. They don't know who
1: they're messing with. Well, they fucked up that part. Yeah, no, because now you're quieter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she wears, like, boots.
0: Yeah. So you are sneaking, keeping along the edges of the hall, going in the direction that you last saw her. Would you like to do another studying of a place of power?
1: Sure, I'll do that. (sighs) I can't use mind anymore. Nine. You go towards
0: the corner and you carefully peek and you just catch a glimpse of her. She looks at you, makes direct eye contact. And then steps through what looks like just an ordinary door.
1: And also, you've seen the Lily in this world. Oh yeah, she's part of Multi. I hope this is Otherworld Lily.
0: Yeah, this, this there's something different about this one. Not only in that she's wearing what looks more like Scientist Lab, but it looks like some of her hair is dyed a different color, which... The lily that you saw that worked at the hospital, that's... there are just these little differences. Like, the face is exactly the same. But other differences about the appearances. And you saw her just step through a doorway. Yeah, we're gonna go to that door. Just gonna let yourself in? Yep. You just straight open in the door, gonna kind of poke around, make sure it's not a trap.
1: She will pause to just listen for just a moment if there's any noticeable, obvious noises right away. And if there's not, she'll go right in.
0: Nothing that's coming from inside the house. You can s- still hear things from outside, though. They're not, like, screaming at each other. Right. But it looks like at least this
1: part of the house is clear. Okay, yeah, then she'll open the door just wide enough to slip through, and then close it behind her.
0: And you're in what looks like another office space, but this one looks more used. There's no one in it right now. But this looks like one that is more often used, and you don't see the figure in here. Would you like to roll to figure someone out on this mysterious person? Yes, because she to be like,
1: Damn it, Lily, just tell me what you want. Fecking ghosts. Shit, what would her... What would it be?
0: <laughs> it's ten on the dice. Okay, in that case, it doesn't matter what circle she's in, because she's a monster of the week spooky. <laughs>
1: so I'm like, mm-hmm. what does that translate to? Okay... Ask two. What is she hoping to get from me? That's the important one. So, with what you know about
0: Lily and her awareness of the situation, you know she and Cass have talked. So she knows about things that have been going on in the city and how the stranger kind of is puppeting everything. And she strikes you as someone who's trying to show you something that could help. There's something, or multiple somethings possibly, in this office that could help you. In either your current situation or the thing you're trying to
1: accomplish at large. hmm Okay. None of the other ones really are important. I mean, she can guess the answers to most of them, to be honest. Is there another just in general question that you have? Well, I would if she would stop and talk to me. Like, where the hell has she been the last three days? It's been, like, 24 hours. Sure, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's been a long fucking day.
0: Yeah, I know, it's been, like, several months long. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're looking around trying to figure out what on earth is it that she's trying to show you, a couple of things happen. You hear a sound of what sounds like a drawer popping open on the desk. And there's a painting behind the desk. So this is a very grandiose office. This is the office of someone who is trying to assert the fact that they know they're powerful. They know they're in charge. It's kind of ostentatious. He's got all of his awards and medals on the wall. Wonder what size of a pecker he's got. Yeah, he is very much a very proud and arrogant person. And of course, of course, this This asshole has a portrait of himself behind the desk. And you hear a click coming from behind that.
1: Oh, well, let's just see what you're hiding here, shall we? What are you going to investigate? We're going to remove that painting, picture, whatever it is. So as you step around to do that, you also see the desk drawer that
0: popped open. So it's one of those desks where it has, like, the smaller drawers at top, and then, uh, like, the larger drawer in the bottom. Mm. What opened was one of the larger drawers, but only, like, the bottom half of it? I the not know, right? What's in there? You want me to see? Since so this is John Stanton's office. Would you like to roll to figure him out? Sure. Figure out pieces of what he's been hiding. Eight. Okay. Since you're still technically in the circle, you do get an additional question. So what are your questions? What is he worried is going to be found? You open the drawer and you take out these... Files. It's like a thick stack of files, and you very carefully you're you're being smart about this, you know, setting things, trying to not like dislodge anything. I'm, well, I'm assuming either that or you don't give a shit, whichever. But I feel like Angel's at least you know being careful and quiet about it as you're flipping through. Yeah, he had these files hidden because they contain a shitload. Of blackmail materials.
1: You don't say.
0: On several people within the city, it looks like some of it was collected by him, but some of it looks newer. Like it could be the strangers also been storing materials here. But all of the wizards you figured out were being blackmailed. There's information on them in here for Theo and William it looks like he's been trying to find ways to blackmail them directly but hasn't found much dirt so instead he's been essentially threatening people that they care about. hmm You find doctored materials that make it look like someone they care about did something terrible or like they themselves did something terrible. As well as just there are several different files on different influential people within the city both, you know people who are trying to influence and make the city better as well as the criminals in this world and people that will do anything for the right price. He has compiled dossiers on them and you figure with this, this is how he's been controlling the city and he didn't want anyone to find it because so A they wouldn't know and B they wouldn't be able to use it, too. But a lot of the specifically backmail material is on people who are just, like, objectively good people. Maybe did something bad or made a bad decision, or got caught doing something that they probably shouldn't have been doing, but they're not bad. Mm-hmm. And I'll point out, there's all there was also a strange clicking noise that happened behind the painting.
1: Right. I'm trying to figure out what she does with the files. Does she keep them? She's not returning them to the desk. Fuck him. Or does she burn them?
0: I was about to say, I will not judge you for burning the house down. But that is up to you.
1: That is your character decision. Is there anything within readily reach to burn them with? A lighter? Candle? Whatever. I'll say it it doesn't take you long. You open a drawer and you see there's like this
0: fancy ass cigar case and of course there's a couple very fancy lighters
1: to go with it. Cool. Perfect. For now, we're gonna wait to burn them until I'm ready to leave. She sets them, like, on the middle of his desk, lighter light on top, and then she's gonna investigate behind the picture. I feel like there needs to be a roll with this one. I have two more questions. I could use one of those. Oh, yes, you do. I don't know how to tweak them, though. <laughs> well, you found how he's controlling
0: the city. Maybe... I've got to put your character in my debt. Just keep, maybe you can find some dirt on him.
1: Yes, that's a good one. Let's go with that for my second one. As you remove the painting, you
0: see there's a safe behind it. And it's military-grade safe. It would take a while for an experienced safe cracker to crack this. And it's open. All right. That click you heard was a safe opening. Yep. Yeah. Why thank you, Lily. You feel something brush up against you, but it's just a shadow winding around your legs.
1: I doubt you could open a safe.
0: Meow. Yeah, she'll look, oh, look inside it. So as you look inside, you see... What does he have in there? You see some documents that look like they probably never should have been taken from the lab records of how to do different experiments into extending the li- extending lifespans how to achieve immortality what would you know about that part of the magical world the parts of different like experimentation studies into things I feel like you have some tangential knowledge with your job and like how cause you deal with a lot of like folklore and supernatural things. Yeah. So you've come across some things that people have been looking into and probably had people who are part of the community show you some of what they were working on. Yeah. And as you're flipping through, it's... they've been doing some questionable things to extend their lifespans. Like, breaking rules, messing with science and magic that they shed, and you know your bosses would be very upset if they found out about this. Well, we're definitely taking those. And so you find a small note of something that it can be used to remove someone's magic. Move someone's ability to cast magic and place it inside of something else where they can't use it. It's in a little notebook shoved to the back. It's a little ritual.
1: Well, I can think of someone who might like that. Or someone who may have had that happen to them. One and the same. Unless you're talking about me. No,
0: what happened to you was different. That wasn't a ritual. It was more of a thing from outside of reality. Just decided to... Fuck with your reality specifically. Mess with your specific reality circumstances. Yeah. But good news is Lily's learned some tricks too. She can't quite do that kind
1: of stuff, but she can unlock things. Works for me. She's gonna take literally everything out of that safe that she found. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm also realizing you haven't found your your stuff yet. Yeah, I know. I'll be looking for that next. (laughs) (laughs) For now, she's going to take those papers that she had, the blackmail material and everything. Mm -hmm. She's actually just going to leave them on top of his desk as she lights them on fire. (laughs) I love that. Either it catches or it doesn't. I don't care. (laughs) Burning this asshole's house down, I guess. I hope so. (laughs) Now what are you going to do? And I'm gonna start looking for my shit. <laughs> I need to find my shit. How quiet is it inside? Like, can I hear any noticeable movement from whatever occupants, guards, whatever?
0: You're pretty certain that most of the big, bad tufts are still outside looking for you. But you can hear some sounds that sound like there are other occupants in this house. No one within the immediate vicinity, but... I mean, you can't be quite sure exactly
1: where they are or
0: when they might come in your direction.
1: We're right. So yeah, she's going to very quietly and very carefully try and find her stuff.
0: As if you still have another question, you could twist the how could I get your character to blank of more like twist it to where would you put my stuff? Yes, please. <laughs> That would be nice. As you think about it, this dude's cocky. But also it's like if someone found out you were there, maybe try and play it off like, oh, she's just a friend and it's fine or whatever. Or my shoes and jacket by the front feckin' door. As you're looking around, Shadow just kind of like runs off and starts pawing at a door that turns out to be the coat closet. And you find most
1: of your stuff in there. What's missing? What else did you have? Uh, as far as gear goes, just a uh, gun and smartphone. But she also, I mean, her jacket, her boots. I imagine she probably carries like a pocket knife or something, but...
0: All of your weapons are there. Your phone is there. Your wallet is there. Someone stole all the cash out of your wallet, though, so that's annoying. And your cards. Not the driver's license, though for whatever reason. But you are able to find your stuff. And as you're lacing your boots up, you hear Shadow start to yowl, because... Shadow yowls because the fire alarm is starting to go off, the smoke detector. Oh,
1: perfect. Which means that soon, yes, people are going to be coming your way. That's all right, it's a perfect distraction. They'll be more worried about the fire, hopefully. We're going to get the hell out of Dodge. All we you're all to escape the situation. <laughs> please. Please let me get out this time. I'm begging you, Dice, please. Don't screw me again. It's another six. I'm going to cry. Well, it's a six on the dice, but I have a plus one, so it's seven. Okay, so...
0: You either suffer harm, end up in another dangerous situation, leave something important behind, own NPC a debt, or you give in to your base nature. I will say that on your phone you've seen... You got a couple of texts and calls from Xander, both from his like official number and also from his personal number. And just some of the text just read, What did you do? Shut. You need to come in now before they find you.
1: Let me help you. She's gonna call him back. We're gonna owe an NPC a debt. Angel? What the
0: hell is going on? We just got an alert on this side. What? did Did you break your
1: oath? What happened? Look, I got about two seconds. This house is going. This house is going up in flames. The 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 strain. The the fecker did something. I didn't break my oaths. He touched me, and I guess broke something. I can feel the staff. It's still there. It just. I didn't break shite. Roll the persuaded NPC. Oh, what is that with?
0: Roll with heart, and I'll give you advantage because this is Xander. You've been friends with him for so long. Is Advantage plus one. How does advantage work in this game?
1: Friends is a little much. Well, you know so she's, each been other. <laughs> she's been loyal. Yeah. She's been loyal for a long time. With the plus one, it's ten.
0: Okay, I that that doesn't make sense, but I know you wouldn't do something like this. That's why. My... Where are you? I'm just gonna say you probably don't know the address. <laughs> I'm in Old Man Red's house. What the heck are you doing there? Wait, did you say you are gonna... Are you
1: burning his house down? What is going on, Angel? He was working with the feckin' stranger. The stranger, when he broke my shite, knocked me the feck out and brought me here. I've just finished managing to get myself mostly out.
0: Oh, holy shit, this is a
1: mess. Um... Are you out of the
0: house? No, I'm in the coat closet. I mean, hang on, let me. It's red. That's the that's the
1: old man stand, right? That's the one. Okay. Um, I got a nice bit of blackmail on him too. Definitely want to talk about that later, but. <sighs>
0: I don't think what in the, what would he be able to do to help
1: you get out? I've left them up to you to describe. I don't know what the capabilities are. I just know that they're a secret cabal of immortals.
0: You hear him kind of mumbling to himself and shuffling around like he's looking to see what he has around him. It's like I think. So I have. I can't do this a lot of times. I'm not sure exactly where this will spit you out, but. I have a spell here that'll teleport you somewhere. That's not where you
1: currently are. Anywhere is better than here, so long as it ain't 300 feet in the air. It should keep you on the same vertical
0: axis, so I think that should be fine. I think there's actually a faction move for...
1: Okay, perform a ritual. Roll with their strength. Size 3, strength 3. Okay. Is what her masters are. Alright, so
0: you roll 2d6 and add 3.
1: Yeez. Oh, fuck. You fell outside. Motherfucker! (laughs) I have a dice tray so that doesn't happen. Okay, so...
0: As you're standing there, hiding in this coat closet, you can hear voices getting closer, and feet getting closer, and you're s- sniffing, and they found you. You hear Xander chanting on the under end of the phone in a language that you don't quite understand, and air starts to ripple and wave around you, and you vanish just before they open the door. And you do have all of your stuff with you, because it works perfectly. And there's just like a bit of pause, and he's like, okay. Angel, please tell me that worked. It worked. It worked. Oh, thank all the gods that are out there. That, okay, that was... That was a risky one. Can you tell where you are right now? Uh... She looks around. I think we need to bring you in before anyone before they find you. There they will be sending people soon. I'll try and keep them off the trail as long as I can, but you need to come in.
1: I'd rather make sure the world doesn't end first. I can give you twenty-four hours. Maybe. Alright. Just be careful. <laughs> Uh yeah, right. I'll try. She know me. Now where is she? I, I've been sitting here thinking, like, where would be,
0: be an <laughs> interesting place for you to show up? Cause that was a good dice roll. So remind me how well and what do you know? And what does Angel know about the moms? Has Angel met the moms before? She has
1: met the moms because, let's see, the first time she dealt with, what's his name, Cole, in-game, we made a roll for that. She has met them before.
0: Yeah, so, you're familiar with the moms and the feeling of what it's like to be, like, in their territory. Like, it just, it has a certain feeling to it. As you look around... You're in someone's backyard. It doesn't look like their house, but it feels like you're in their territory, which you know it does extend to include most of their neighborhood. So you are neutral, safe territory. There's also someone staring very shocked out their kitchen window. (laughs) Uh,
1: I'm safe. You know the two, the immortal couple that's here... Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with them. I'm on their land.
0: Okay, okay. Good. Even them ones don't mess with their territory. Yep. Sorry, I I have to go before they notice, before anyone asks who I'm talking to, but... Nope, that's alright. If you need anything else, don't be afraid to reach out, just... Do it on my personal number until we get
1: things things sorted. Got it. Thank you again. I know you're risking a lot. Just, you stay safe and you save the world,
0: all right? (laughs) Do me best. It's coming out of your paycheck if you don't. (laughs) That was said very jokingly. And then he hangs up and goes back to his business and at this point the woman who's younger in the backup comes out and she's like
1: Oh my goodness, are you alright? Sorry for intruding. Oh, it wasn't me intention. Y- you just showed up out of nowhere
0: and oh my like, what happened to you? You poor thing. She notices the blood is starting to trip out of your sleep. I said, Did you put your jacket on? She would've, yeah. Just like, "Oh, you, come on, come on, come on inside. Let's, let's get you patched up, and you look dead on your feet, and you do feel very tired." <laughs> oh, I bet. Let's <laughs> just <sighs> get you, get you patched up, and yeah, okay. You can tell me what's going on in the morning. And this is just a, this isn't one of the most. This is just some,
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Is, is there anyone you want me to call to let them know you're okay? Or...
1: I was actually gonna stop in at, uh. What's their last name? Cole's last name, I think is it's like Jason something Coleman, but everyone calls
0: him Cole. I don't know if the moms have a last name that people know. But people know the moms. I think it's Lydia and Roma.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was, uh, actually gonna stop in to visit the missus uh, Lydia and uh, roma well, i'm afraid they're a little busy right now we've
0: had a influx of guests with well, lots of crazy things going on i don't know half of it but why don't you get some rest and take you to talk to them in the morning okay and let's get you patched up that looks like that hurt yeah it does She leads you inside and fusses over you a little bit, gets you cleaned up and patched up as best she can. She does a pretty good job considering she was just using what she had in her house. She probably used to be a nurse, or is a nurse. And whether you mean to or not, I think you just kind of pass out of sleep. second Your head hits the pillow. You are tired.
1: Oh, yeah, no, passes out immediately, no dreams, nothing, until she just wakes up like, wait, what? You wake up,
0: and your ghost kitty is curling up against you, like, aggressive snuggling against you, because she knows you're not having a good time. It's all right, Shadow. Licks your face, which is odd sensation. But you're used to it. Right. We'll see what happens next time. You didn't die. Congratulations. I
1: didn't die. <laughs> oh, the dice wanted it, though. <laughs> they kind of did.
0: <laughs> Tempest Multi is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is an actual play podcast using Urban Shadows 2E Quick Start Guide, and it's set once again in the town of Oak Ridge, Tennessee, I am your Keeper and Producer. Hello everyone, it's Casey again. I'll be playing Cass Pravda, the Oracle Playbook.
1: My name is Zadkiel, or just Zad. In this game, I am going to be playing Windward Pudge, and they are using the Imp Playbook. Hi there, I'm Maria Perry. I'm playing Millie Elza, your local vampy vampire. I am Blaze. And I'll be playing Jason Madison Coleman, the Aware.
0: Sup, y'all. I'm Fennec Foxfire. I will be playing Hess, playing from the Book of the Wizard.
1: Hi, I'm Gliza. I will be playing Kyle of the Tainted Playbook. I am Ava Rogers. I will be playing Angel Dig, the Sworn.
0: To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.